So for anybody out there that listens to more than this podcast on this network, last week was the first week that I missed an episode of the Troubled Helix podcast. Oh, shit. And I didn't hear from anybody about it. Like, where's the show? So I don't think anybody really cared. <laughs> but if anybody's holding it in, that they're disappointed in me, it's fine. I think you do a lot, so... Right. I had three separate appointments. That's not the right word. Is it? Appointments? I had three separate scheduled events there you go yeah with the same person to do the episode for sure. last week and then i got to the point where it was like well we're gonna do it you know wednesday and yeah. then we were gonna do it friday and then we were gonna do it sunday it's like sunday is like my last chance to do it because i monday. put it up sunday night right right and all three times this dude completely bailed on me just like nah can't do it tonight no, like, ghosted. Oh, like, and you're not here. Like, like, hello. Like, like we dude, know this guy's work. Like, this we, guy we talked about this. <laughs> and then I would see him at the gym the next day. And, and like, oh, he'd yeah. be like, oh, dude, like, my bad. I got distracted or whatever. So I was like, oh, we can do it tomorrow. And he's like, yeah. Totally. Yeah, man, for Let's sure. Totally that. tomorrow. That sounds great. <laughs> see you then, bro. Yeah. See you then, Chad. And then... <laughs> Nothing happens that day. I message him. No response. And then he sees me at the gym the next day. And he comes up to me and he's like, oh, dude, sorry. How about tomorrow? And at that point, I'm kind of like, whatever. You're not going to do it. You already bailed on me twice. Or it was, no, it was, how about later tonight? Oh, like, how about later today? Okay. He's like, I'll be done here in like 30 minutes. So let's do it in like an hour. In person or over, over in, something? In, in person. Wow. In an hour. So like you could have just like kept eyes on him for an hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just wish... <clears throat> I don't know this dude all that well. Sure. But if you don't want to do something... Just say I don't want to do it. Right. Or at least be like set up an appointment with me once and back out of it. Yep. But then don't offer... <laughs> To, do, to, it to do it again, like some other time. So you can bail again. But also maybe he's just that kind of dude that like goes home and gets high and just forgets like the so. shit that he's supposed to do. But when I realized, okay, this is not happening Sunday, I had yeah. the opportunity to do some shit on my own. Sure. Talk about turtles. Again. You should have. <laughs> or yeah, The journal episode had me enthralled. I listened twice. But I don't have any, like, that was it. Like, I, I shot my load. You know, it's like, this one. This is all my my history. There's nothing else. That's it? Yeah, that's Damn. it. Damn. Or I can track somebody down. But at this point, I think it's like 9 o'clock Sunday night. That's rough. So I got to talk to somebody, you know, for an hour and a half. And at then I got to immediately re-listen to the conversation or I just, just had. Or just post it raw. Or just post it. And then it's like, oh, it's probably going to be like midnight. Oh, I could just play video games. Or I could <laughs> turn on a video game. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I'm just going to chill on it tonight. I don't mind if I post it a day late. Sure. I posted some a day or two late before. Yeah, no That big. doesn't really bother me that much. 
but then I reached out to a couple people and people were like, Oh, like I can do it Wednesday. I can do it and Thursday. Like, and it's no. like, ah, oh, that's almost like a four or five late. days. Yeah. And it was like, or I could just play video games. Yep. <laughs> so it just kind of became like, oh, what, just, what did you play? Uh, Persona five strikers. I hear, I hear great things. Not the actual Persona five. No strikers. It's a, it's a spinoff. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I mean, I, I played it, and I, I finally beat it. It's one of those games that I started like a year ago. Right. And got halfway through and left. So I told myself, like, Elden Ring is coming soon. That looks good. So I got to finish some of these old games. So yep. this is not going to be about video games. I just wanted to apologize if anybody was bummed out. That there was no show. But, like, I don't know, give me a fucking break. Like, yeah. Sometimes I just can't. And it was one of those. It's not easy to sit there. And like talk to yourself. That's the and heart. it also starts to come across a little bit like this is kind of like there's some ego involved in this, or I'm just sitting here talking to myself. Like you're gonna be interested in what I have to say. I really like your solo. Do you really want to listen to me talk to myself? Absolutely. See, look at this face over here. I, I just don't. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like the times you've flown solo. Like, I learned things about you. Same. You know? So, I don't see it as ego. No. It's I, dope. I see it as you filling the space you decided you were going to fill. It's not emasculating for you to listen to another man talk to you? Why would How would be that emasculating? be emasculating? <laughs> How does he know so much about, about turtles? turtles? <laughs> I feel lesser because I don't know as much. <clears throat> Damn, I shouldn't have kept this hoodie on. Are you? I'm warm, too. Yeah. Should we, like, have a collective on-air removal of the hoodies and just get it out of the way? With my hair, it's so hard to put hoodies on. I have take to take a off. hat off. I need to buy more. Zip zip hoodies are the shit. We don't have time to fuck around, because we're also on a... We're on a battery time crunch. Yeah. Because also, I forgot the charging cable I, for the laptop. I took my hoodie off before we started, so... Yeah, Dave's smart. Okay. <laughs> You got a story for us. Yeah, a little bit of a story. All right, let's hear it. So you all know I started barbering again, right? Working at a shop that's been open in town for 44 years now. Tim's. Yeah, Tim's yeah. Barbershop. I dated his daughter. I think you told me that. I may have. Yeah. She's a tattoo artist now. No shit. Here? Up in Junction. Janelle? What's her name? I don't... It might be Janelle. Yeah, Janelle. We don't, hmm. we don't talk a lot about his kids. I hear a lot about his beagles. Well, she has my initials. Did you say beagles? Cut into her ankle. That's the same one. Can you say that word again? Beagles. Beagles. Is that how you... You said biggles. I said beagles. You said biggles. It's kind of dog. When people are listening to this, they're going to be like, did he say biggles? Biggles. (laughs) Biggles. Yeah. Wait. Word is lost all meaning. Beagles. It sounded like (laughs) biggles that time, too. The first... Before this one? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the dog breed, beagles. We don't actually smoke weed for this podcast, just so you know. <clears throat> anyway, so this morning, I had a dude come by, and he was looking for, you know, the owner to cut his hair. And the owner doesn't show up sometimes till 9.30 or 10. We open at 8.30. Sometimes he can come in until noon. Whenever or the hell one. he feels like it. 
Yeah, and you know he's been doing it for forty years. He's allowed to do that, I guess. Right. And it's um, not. It's not your responsibility. Right. Exactly. So, His name's on the window. I don't care. I'll, I show up when I say I will, and that's it. Um. So this guy comes in. He's like, "Where's Tim?" And I'm like, "He's not here yet. Check back between ten and 11. Dude leaves. Comes back about nine thirty. He's like, "I'm done with all my errands in town. I don't want to wait. So I'll just let you cut my hair." I'm like, "Whatever." Great. You know? I cut his hair exactly as instructed. And I kind of just kind of lean on my chair while he digs through his wallet. And dude pulls out. We charge $18. 18 bucks for a haircut. $18 for a haircut. Dude pulls out $12 and hands it to me. And I was like, it's $18. And he laughs at me. He says, <laughs> you haven't been doing it as long as Tim. So you can't charge as much. And I'm like, it's $18 for a haircut in this shop. And he's like, you haven't been doing it as long as Tim. So you don't get the same pay rate and his, just his demeanor and his tone and my cranked up testosterone, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I straightened up and squared up to the man. And I'm like, I'm like, it's $18 for a haircut in this shop. No matter what. Period. You can sit in that chair, this chair, Tim cuts you, I cut you. If you get a haircut here, it's $18. And he, he took a step back, <laughs> fished through his wallet and handed me. Six, Six more bucks. bucks. No tip, which is whatever. Really? After all that, no After tip. After all that. Weird. And he's like, I'm going to talk to Tim about this. I was like, I hope you do. That was not your finest moment in customer service. No, it was not. No. <laughs> and and that probably leads to a, 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 a secondary sub-story where I'm this guy that I'm working with now, he'll straight up tell clients, no. We had a 14-year-old kid sit down in his chair two or three weeks ago. About three weeks ago, because I was Fair dying. Enough. And he, and the kid sits down. And he's like, "I want a mohawk." And Tim's and like, he says no. Tim's like, "No." <laughs> what kind of mohawk did he want? Did he get that far? No. Yeah, he didn't even get that far. Kid, kid was like, he looked at his dad, and dad's like, "Whatever, that's your barber. You know, if he doesn't think it's gonna look good, he's not gonna give it to you." Did you talk to Tim about it afterwards? Yeah, and. Tim, Tim takes his the art very seriously, and if the mohawk's not going to look good on you, he's not going to do it. It's not about the mohawk in general. It was whether or not it would look good on him. Exactly. That kid. He, oh, okay, okay. So okay. He, like, well, he's been doing this for forty years. He knows what a human head looks like. He does, but he's also like, like he he would give me the gentleman's cut I I was wearing for a while with the hard part. Mm-hmm. If I ask for it, but he doesn't like doing it because it's not symmetrical. Sure. So to him, it's not a good haircut. And like, seriously, I don't know how he was 10 years ago. Sure. But I've heard the past five or six years, the dude is just like, <laughs> like he's he just tells the you, end of his he just tells you what he's thinking. You're going to deal with it or not. He you does know? not care anymore. And, and I have to wonder if part of my, my stepping up to this man was, was some influence. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> like, nah, like $18 period. You know, was this man your senior by a lot? Was like, he taller than you? No. Okay. It was like a little old man and you're being mean to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not proud of that part. <laughs> so did you? But I felt pretty, the, the tone and the way he was talking, I felt just I, shitty. I felt so insulted. I was like, sure. man, I'm, we're going to, well, he was demeaning you. We're going to throw down over six bucks right now. <laughs> you haven't been doing this as long as Tim. Right. Like, you're not worth it. Right. Exactly. Well, fuck that old man. You should have punched him in the jaw. <laughs> Or, or hit his tail like. 
did you tell Tim the next time you saw him? Like, yeah. hey, this and what did what well, I'd have given him a head up for sure. I, I tell Tim about every weird you know, interaction I have with some of his clients. That's smart. I've I've straight up had guys like, What are you doing here? Like like I'm sneaking in there cutting hair. Does you know, Tim like, know you're here? Yeah. One dude said that. I'm like <laughs> Do you see a broken window? I, I'm not breaking in here to cut hair, well, but like, man. You'll see some weird stuff on TikTok. Like, I've seen dudes just like walk up to a guy on the street and been like, hey, man, I'm a barber from out of town. Let me cut your hair. Right. Like, I don't know what I would do with that. Like, I think I'd be a little weirded out. Well, so that, you still could makes, be like, that still makes more sense than breaking into someone else's barbershop. Underground and barbering. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, you know, I, I break in here. I've got this alarm set, so when he shows up, I just dip. You I know? dip. So <laughs> We had a dude at the Target in Columbia come in wearing khakis. Right. Yep. Red shirt tucked in. Sure. Nice belt. <laughs> walk straight into the back where we keep all the TVs and shit. Sure. Pick one up and walk out with it. And you and, wouldn't even question. And halfway to the front, somebody was like, "Like, who's the new guy?" Right. What's he doing with that fifty-two inch? And they, you know, we have like a loss prevention person on site. Sure. And we, you have those little radios at Target. Boop. So she went to the front to be like, because we would have so many people working there, it was very possible you'd just see somebody you'd never seen before. Right. And she was like, "Hey, like, what's up?" And he was like, "Oh, I just somebody just bought this TV. I'm taking it out." their car oh, for him okay. and she was like well you know i don't recognize you and like he ran off or whatever damn but that guy you, had wasn't it had the guts to just come in in like a target uniform right yeah. walk straight not to the entertainment area but the back stock room and just grab right, a right, tv right. off of the not you know the not shelving the floor but the, like back. the back yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And then from that point on, there was like this like secret code. Sure. That if you notice someone you hadn't seen before, you had to be call like, it in. Code green or some shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> one of my work shirts is the Best Buy blue. Yeah. Except it's a button down work shirt. Now I guess the management at Best Buy wears those. Except theirs probably doesn't say O'Reilly Auto Parts on it. Probably says Best Buy. I'd imagine. So I'm walking around Best Buy. When I'm probably supposed to be working, or it might have been on lunch. Who knows? It depends on who's listening. <laughs> and uh, like four people came up to me at different times and were like, I need you to help me with such and such thing. And like would not accept the answer, I, I don't work here. Like they're insistent upon it. That's a good way to you know, can get away with some stuff. That's a that's like a Costanza move. Like Isn't he it? would just show up at a job and just and be like, oh yeah, working. I work, I work, I work here. I just yeah. watched that episode. That was great. <laughs> Is that a thing? I <laughs> yeah. never watched Seinfeld. Yeah. He like went for an interview, but didn't hear back. So but he then just, just decided to go to work <laughs> on Monday. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cause, cause the boss said he was going to on vacation for like two Stacey, weeks. Stacy, yeah. I, I didn't get my check this week. What's going on? Yeah. yeah so he just started working and he picked the big office. Or the small office. He got That's the, right. he got the, the Bensky office. file. Yeah. The Bensky file. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Bensky material. <laughs> I used to get that like when I was assistant manager of the checker because of the blue shirt and sure. and the stupid weight belt. Yep. And you go into Walmart with your blue shirt and, and weight oh, belt. Oh, yep. People would be like, "Can you help me?" Like, I actually probably can, but probably, I don't work here. But I don't work here. <laughs> so, what did Tim say when you told him? Tim Tim laughs about all these stories to tell him. Okay. Because he, he didn't he, care. Yeah, he doesn't care. Like, did he? 
Did he know the dude from your description? Like, oh, that's crazy, Joe. Well, no, because like seventy five percent of his clientele are old guys, nah. so it, it I didn't have much to go. Sure, you know. He's like, what was he driving? I was like, an Oldsmobile. He's like, yeah, yeah that's, that's they drive Oldsmobiles <laughs> or Buick. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Have y'all had an incident at work where you ever have almost had to get physical with a customer? I actually had to physically remove someone from che- from Checker when we were still Checker Auto. Was he a big guy? He was about my size. No shit. Yeah, yeah. That's not common. Me and Phil were closing, Phyllis. And uh, he was just tearing her up one side and down the other, being rude as shit. So I did my usual, you know, the bouncer move where you put your arms out to the side and put your chest really close to theirs. Right. So then they're forced to touch you. And now you can do whatever you want because he touched you. You can defend yourself. So, yeah, I did that. And then he, yeah, he pushed me. So I grabbed him by the wrists and drug him out the front door. What did he do when you, nothing? He just went home? Once I had him off his feet, I think he was pretty uh, dissuaded. Because I just like dragged him, like I pulled him off of his feet and drug him out the front door. There was no retaliation. He was like, "Okay, I'm sorry." Yeah, I was like, "Leave her, I'm calling the cops," and he left. What about you? You used to work at Arby's, dude. People shoot people. (laughs) What does that mean? I just picture Arby's having a lot of rough customers. I was a McDonald's manager for like seven years, (laughs) and I think Arby's would be rougher. All that roast beef, right? Rough customers. All that prime rib. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of the roast beef prime rib joke. Yep, I went to a wedding. Sick. A week ago. in the Carolinas. Yeah, and the reception was uh, the reception dinner. Yeah, it was like some kind of chicken breast with mashed potatoes and vegetables, always, and some kind of sauce on it. But then they had the one guy who was there at like the meat station. Neat. So it didn't get served to you, but you could go get meat and get it. So I walk over to Dale. Dale was the guy getting married. And I was like, what's, what's the dude got? And he was like, Oh, prime rib. And And I was like, like, dude, I can get a roast beef sandwich at Arby's. (laughs) (laughs) That's cheap. Wait, it's opposite because that's not funny. If that's what happened, that's, that's just the story of what happened. I was like, what? I was like, what does he have over there? And Dale's like roast beef because he had listened to the podcast. So I went over and it was prime rib rib. and they had prime rib and, uh, like some different sauce. They also had horseradish. Yep. So after I got the prime rib and the horseradish, I got to walk past where Dale was sitting. And I was like, roast beef and horseradish. And he was like, nice. And always full circle. I love that. Always. Yeah. It all comes around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you look pimping in that suit. Do you see pictures of it? Yeah, yeah. Joni posted shit on Facebook. Yeah, I don't think I posted any no. of myself. It better. It was $200 to wear it for one day. No shit. So it better look good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really I ruined that for prom. That's a cool it. racket, dude. If you can get away with it, that's a good way to make some money. Yeah. Running tuxedos. Here, use my clothes for a day. No. Yeah. You'd have to buy a lot of different sizes. You would. You would. Because that's why they have to order it all. You know, they custom hem the pants or whatever, but they don't do it permanently. I didn't know that. So, like, the the pants that I had you could were probably for, like, a seven-foot-tall person. Really? And you could see the hem... <laughs> line halfway up like halfway up my shin yeah wild and you know they fold it back under right so i had like you know six inches of like double double pant and i was like 
$200 for that? For that? Yeah. But you know that they just, when you return it, someone just cuts that thread and just loop. Yeah, yeah. resizes it. See, that was why I dug, I used to quote unquote splurge on myself and I bought all of my work pants at Men's Warehouse up in Junction. Because it was dope to have the dude like straight ass measure you and then be like, okay, which pants do you want? You were slacks cool. to work? Come, I used to. Come back in uh, next Thursday. I'll have your pants ready. It did feel cool to yeah. like, get measured, I guess. But When he moves it to the side and then moves it back? I didn't have any of that. Oh. I think they quit doing that. <laughs> Thanks to friends. Maybe I There's got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely cupping. <laughs> questions? questions? Some questions? Do it. We had quite the conversation last episode with Kat. Right. And both Wasn't of the, these questions... Not the most chipper episode ever. No, but both of these questions are in response to that okay. episode. So maybe it wasn't upbeat and funny, but, it, but got, it, it got people... It got people's attention. Yeah. What's up? Nothing. You're looking at something? Did you listen to the episode? I fell asleep listening to the episode. That's yeah. all I've been doing is working and sleeping. That's fair, though. Like, COVID does that to you. Yeah. The, fa- the fatigue's fantastic. Isn't that far- fabulous? That's, does, that doesn't go away. And the weird... <laughs> and the weird Brain fog. Mm-hmm. I shaved a guy's neck twice yesterday. Like I did. That's it. better than no times. I, I did it, and then I went to go wipe it off, and, and then I put the lather back on there. He's like, "Did you miss a spot?" I'm like, "Yep, uh, uh. <laughs> sure did." <laughs> For sure. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I fell asleep. See, that's fine. Have you been tested? <laughs> this wasn't very interesting. <laughs> There's that. Can't tell if it's COVID or if America's gotten boring. <laughs> <laughs> You just told me that you can listen to me talk to myself for an hour and a half. And then you tell me that you fell asleep while listening to me. When I was listening to you talk to yourself for an hour and a half, I wasn't recovering from COVID. He wasn't you, ill. You got a nice patsy there. You want to you stand up and fight about it? Like you should have after you found out. You'd probably handle this <laughs> shit, dude. He's got some brain fog and fatigue going on. <laughs> We're not going to fight. You still owe me a shot for being. Right I got about screwed it. out of it in Star Wars. You guys aren't allowed to fight now. <laughs> I feel like I was cheated. This guy's still convinced he didn't go good. He went very good. <laughs> he didn't. He went straight old Democrat. Can we ask our listeners? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we're gonna do that, it's not as simple as do you think he went good or not. We would have to lay out our points and present our case, and then have idea. people decide. Not necessarily from the movie. What did you take from it? <laughs> but this is David's. Is there another source material? I'm not. I'm not looking yeah, aware of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where? Because perception oh. is okay. reality. All right. I say it every day. It's true. The way that you saw what happened and what you thought about it is, is not the same thing as what I saw and what I thought about it. Right. So the argument that we would present to the listeners Denial wouldn't be really unhealthy, Sean. It really is. <laughs> Okay, well, we can do this. Okay. Because I feel confident in my thoughts about it. You think he stuck to the dark side? No, but I don't think he went. I don't think he was. Do we really want to get into it right now? I mean, is this, is do, this what we're going to talk about? Do we want to answer the questions first? Let's do the questions first. This is not going to be a short conversation. Exactly. I have a no, lot We can to do say an hour on this. Yeah. <laughs> this conversation could be longer than the movie was. Right. Why? 
man, there's complex nuance. Yes. <laughs> See, you look at something and you're just like black or white. That's what it is. Yep. I look at something and I'm like, what could that be? What's behind that? <laughs> oh, okay. It's funny. You don't even believe that, but that's no, okay. That was just some bullshit. <laughs> right. So question number one from who? From Atlas Tier member Joni. In I response like in response to Atlas Tier Megan. Oh dear. So now they're they're threading off of each other. I love this. Follow up question to Megan's question. If your partner dies and you jump into another relationship right away, don't you have the risk of ruining the new relationship because you have unhealed trauma? The same goes with divorce. What are your thoughts? Am I allowed to opine? I fell asleep. So. <laughs> I think. Narcolepsy now. <laughs> well, I think the crazy thing is that like a lot of people do get married or into relationships way too seriously too quickly anyway. Because like. I can pretend to be some nice guy for two years and then get married and then show the real video game playing butt scratching me. You can keep it up for two years? Sure. Like, whatever. Anyone can fake that. Are you, like, moving in together? Because, like, if you're just dating, that's even easier. What, one day a week you have to be nice? People fake worse than that every day. So, like, I think that... I think there should be, like, a statute of limitations as far as, like, moving in together, getting, like, ultimately serious in a relationship. Four years, minimum. Before you move in together? Sure. Uh, yeah. That gives you time to, to, to actually see the real other person. Because, like... But you won't actually see the other person until you move in together. Well, and that's the thing, though. Because when you when you're in a new relationship, your brain releases chemicals that are... Like akin to heroin, they're lies. Yeah, that's straight what, up. That's the scientific. It's a perceptual lie. Your your Perception. brain paints rose colored goggles. Like like it's an old saying, but like it's a real thing. It gives you dopamine to make yourself look and feel better than you really are, and and make you feel the happy giggly chemicals in your brain when you when you're with this new person because it's new and exciting and happy and wonderful. Which if you just got out of a shit relationship. Exactly. Or a relationship where someone died and you're mm-hmm. feeling super shitty. Right. That good feeling is only going to be bigger. Amplified. Yeah. There, there you go. Definitely. Good word. Whereas <laughs> after you've been around someone for five, eight, ten years, the bullshit's over. Like, it's really just you two. And you really know that person. And then I think you can honestly and constructively move forward. That being said... Who's going to do that? Freaking nobody. I do that. You do that? How long have you and Joni been together? Like three years. That's fantastic. Yeah. You're still mean to her. Really cheap. There's so. that. Just can't give that up. You're still <laughs> mean to her. Yeah. So you need to like show her the real you. You put that, that on the back burner eventually. What's the real me? The, the actual Sean. That's not mean. Mean. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> or actually mean. Mm. You know what I mean? So there's like, the fun mean. Right. And then there's the actual, like, I'll strangle you. Could be. Mm, yeah. Let me list she's into that. So am I. 
What do you think, Dave? About as Johnny a fellow <laughs> person who's been in a, a extreme long term relationship, what do you think? Do you think people jump into it too fast? Like as a general, like, like I think. I mean, that's hard. It right? really is. Because, I mean, who am I to, to judge how you actually feel about this person and how they feel about you? Exactly. You know? You don't know. Well, you're in a unique spot where you are the answerer of the question. Truth. So, this is your time to judge whoever because you were asked about it. I'm not saying that you have to go get in somebody's face and be like, how long have you been together? We should do that. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> but she wants to know your opinion in general, in general. And kind of like, had you listened to the previous podcast, we talked about if your spouse dies, how soon is too soon to like start dating? Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't we think... put a time limit on it. I think, yeah, we had, a, we had a general consensus. I can't remember what we said. We said a year yeah. should be completely... Like, you're good. good. Go for it. But no one can give you shit After a if year. you waited a year. Yeah. What Did you guys take into account how long those people have been together? Like, what if they've been together like no, 25 we, years? We, we put did a not. universal... One year. That no matter what, after a year, you should be free to do what you want to do. Whatever you want. Because her question was like, would you, well, maybe not her question, but what we, what we ended up talking about was like, would you be real judgy if someone's spouse died and a month later they're in another serious relationship? And then we were like, well, what about six months? What and we kind of agreed year? that like, if it's been a year, you're good. No one can give you shit anymore for moving on with your life. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you someone's, depending on how long you were with that person. Like, let's say you're married for 25 years. Sure. Spouse dies, you end up with someone a year later. That That's that's a fraction of how long you were with that person. But how long do you have to be unhappy? How, well, and that's kind of my thing, right? right? Like, everyone else's opinion, at the end of the day, it shouldn't matter. Absolutely. But, but if you jump into a relationship a month or six months after your spouse dies or after a rough divorce... <coughs> I'm almost more concerned for the other person you're getting involved with. Because you are. You're going to carry this big bucket of trauma into that new relationship. Right. And you and you shouldn't be using a new relationship to mend your woes, to mend your wounds. It doesn't work out well. You know, you should... I mean, don't get me wrong. You're going to carry that baggage forever anyway. Like, mm-hmm. it's always going to be there. But until you learn how to carry it yourself, you're going to become a codependent person. Okay. Yes, Mr. Cooper. What if you forgave them? What do you mean? Wouldn't you then be free to not carry that around with you anymore? I, the, you can forgive whatever you want. But if you lose someone that you've had for 25 years. Oh, you're thinking about the dying. If thing. they yeah. died. I thought we were on the. Like abuse. The shitty husband thing. Right. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. My bad. Um, but even if. I mean, even in the case of abuse, like. Death, abuse, whatever you're healing from. I'd be more concerned with the person that you're, for lack of a better term, leaning on. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a lot that our brains and our psyches go through, through different kinds of abuse. And, and if that person triggers you in any way, 
you're going to respond to that person like they were the person that was abusing you. Yeah, that shit happens all the time. Sure. Right. So, I mean, I don't don't know about a set statute of limitations because everyone's going to heal differently. And everyone does, absolutely. You know, I mean, someone might take two years to get over that crap, Mm -hmm. you know? But, it's hard to say. It is, because I... Well... we, I had brought up the time thing because of Megan's question. Mm-hmm. Joni's question doesn't have anything to do with time limit. Is there a good time? It was just, do you run the risk of damaging the new relationship yes. because you haven't healed? I absolutely yes. think so. The previous, you one. really could. But that really is kind of anything in a new relationship. Like, I think people should stop and ask themselves, you know, where they're at before going into a relationship. Like I have a friend out there who tonight is going on a first date with someone and they've only been separated from their ex of like two or three years for like three months. And I'm not saying they're not ready. I'm not saying it's not time to start dating again, but I just sat her down. We had coffee this afternoon. I asked her, I said, okay, what's your end goal? What are you, what are you trying to accomplish here? Are you, are you trying to have a fun Friday night? That's awesome. I don't judge. Are you trying to build something real? Are you just putting your feet in the water to see how that feels? And, and so, are we are we talking about a date for dating's sake? Are we you talking know? about a real relationship? Or are you trying? Are, well, you, are we trying to grind the smelly bits together? Like it's hard to say. If we're going by the question, right. it is. Could it be damaging to the relationship? So you're thinking real relationship, not necessarily. Like, I don't think. That she means, if I'm going to have a random casual whatever hookup on a Friday night, Precisely. is that going to be damaging? I mean, it could be because that could be traumatizing because to you. Then you could be using sex to exactly heal your trauma, which won't work. Which and doesn't work. You get right. stuck in some cycle, and yeah, not and it, listen you know, to us. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ho shaming because like we all got to got to get it out once in a while. But I don't think it's universally healthy. Anything to that, fix it that way that you do, if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, it's could bad. be bad for you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, I gotta hate to even like think this way, but like you're the only one that can know. Really? Yeah. Right? If it's but that's the right. that's but what true. happens is that people can't be honest with themselves. You're right. When people or people either lie to themselves. Or they don't understand themselves. Right. Which I think is a huge problem nowadays where people like can't even tell you why they think what they think. Exactly. Or why did you do what you did? And somebody's like, I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about this? And they're like, oh, I'm not well, sh- I can't not really put it sure. into words. Or it's like, well, like you're not going to be able to progress your shit until you understand what you're feeling and why you're feeling. And then when you get through that part, some people could probably mentally work their way through that shit in like a couple of days. Right. And some people, they probably, maybe they'd never work their way through Sometimes, and, yeah, you just hold on to that shit forever like and, luggage. And if they're never going to get over it, like I'm not saying the person who has a hard time getting over it for a long, long time, that they should be alone. Like, well, no. Like, there's no doubt that sometimes when you've got that scar tissue, you know, someone might come along and help you out with it, right? Certainly. But you shouldn't you shouldn't look for that person to do that. And I think that's that's why it's valuable to have a good 
small circle of of friends super tight friends yeah yeah so you can you can cry on their shoulders and, and they can help you work through it rather than forming a new relationship with someone else and dealing with loss or abuse mm. and then and then because like we were saying those rose colored glasses are even rosier because oh this person's helped me out of this this muck and mire and then you trauma bond to them and, yeah well and like and this isn't even taking into the account the idea that this other person who you're getting into this new relationship with what bullshit's in their bucket? What are they carrying in? Right, this? and that, that's where I... And that's why the human race, I think as a whole, we're kind of just screwed. Like, there is no clean and quote-unquote healthy way. Nobody is quote-unquote normal. We've all got our past. We've all got our, our issues that we're dealing with, whether they be self-inflicted or brought on us by others. And we're all damaged and twisted in our own weird little ways. So, like... At the same time, is it always wrong making it always right because there is no right, quote, unquote, way to do it? Because we're all screwed up. Well, and, and therein would lie my my concern sure, sure. about the other person that you're latching on to. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, there was the concern of the damage you might be doing to them because you jumped into something too soon. Right. But there's also the, you don't know what that person is dealing with. Right. You know, are they predatory knowing that you're jumping in something too soon and you're, yeah, vulnerable? are they some sort of narcissist that's going to feed off all the energy you're are, giving them because you, you're all wounded? Exactly. You are know? you, or are they oblivious and don't know how that they're stepping into a landmine of psycho crazy shit <laughs> because you're still all twisted over your ex? Yeah. Like it's such a weird, and you know, the funny thing is, both of those things could be accurate. Yep. At or perception <laughs> or, or simply percepted that way. Like, it's such a weird world we live in. Like, I have a hard time sometimes remembering that every single person I see walking around is a living, breathing person with a full backstory and a whole thing they're dealing with at the same time as I am. You know what I mean? Like, they're it's not just hard. a bunch of random NPCs. Right. They're not just a bunch of randos that disappear when I'm not looking. <laughs> you can't really be sure of that. But that. I don't have proof of that. Have right. you seen the Truman Show? Do you guys, like, disappear when you pull around the corner after we record the show? And then come back into existence when I text you again? Yep. I, I turn it. into like a pool of liquid metal and just... I <laughs> like that. Because you can just get under doors and shit. Yeah. That's not creepy. Super easy. <laughs> that would explain why there's always a station on 95.1. <laughs> no matter what market I'm in, there's some music on 95.1. It's very conductive. Right? What do you think? Did you share what you thought? I think that everything that anybody does is damaging all the time you're not wrong man like that it could very well be everything yeah everything because let's say let's take david for example yeah hey i'm david he says some shit about some republican shit and i'm like oh that's david and like i like that about walking him. in here with his big red shirt and his big red hat but then i'm wearing a lot of red today it is red friday to, you happen to be <laughs> red Friday. what is that and i'm again wearing blue remember remember everyone deployed that's not funny. Are you serious? Yeah. You just, people, you're making this shit up, man. No. Yeah, well, we had the conversation about Veterans Day and Memorial Day, and now Red Friday. Red Friday. Every man. Friday is Red Friday. Every Friday. Yeah. Michael might be going soon. Really? Either Ukraine or Kuwait. <sighs> I'm not going to get in that. <laughs> we don't know yet. Could be He could be staying in Louisiana for another year, too, though, so like, we don't know. I'll vote for that one. That's the one I'm aiming for. Exactly. Cajun food. Damn Go ahead. ahead. 
David says some Republican uh, things. <laughs> sorry. I don't... That's not going to be a good example. Okay. Okay. David says some things about love. <laughs> That's damaging. <laughs> Four years later, we're still dealing with that one. David says anything. Because it doesn't really matter what David says. One person can take it as... Well, that's just what David thinks. Right. One person could take it as, oh, I, I agree with that. That's, that's a good statement. Somebody else could be like, oh, that was really offensive to me. Sure. And let's say that it hit them just right. Like it hit just the right nerve. Where that could be something that like festers inside of them. We've damaged There's our There's shit our that happened to me in like elementary school that I don't think about daily. But every once in a while, I think about it, and it's like, I'm still thinking about that, that one thing that, that girl said to me like 25 years ago. 25 years ago, dude. And I'm still holding on to it. Right. Who knows what that's done, like snowballed in your brain from that one little thing to like. And she's absolutely not sitting at home thinking about it. No. And it was maybe it wasn't even like a bully situation where she said some <laughs> mean shit to me. It could have just been like a passing comment. And, oh, Sean, you look dumb. And, and 20 years later, yeah. it leads to me being like, gotta go to the gym every day. <laughs> gotta go to the gym. Why are like, your arms so small? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, they can't be now. Right. Now that people started, I had that bump on my arm for years. Right. And it wasn't until people started to be like, what's that bump? Now Where I was like, okay, now it. it's gotta go. Yep. Like people are noticing it. Interesting. Now it's on my mind. Like it didn't bother me being there. No. But, yeah, and it could have been, hey, dude, I'm worried about that bump. Sure, sure. But to me, it was like, I'm a freak. Like, freak, I got this weirdo. fucking What's bump. the weird bump in Yeah. There? I got to wear long sleeve shirts. Yeah. You know, no one can see my bump. I'm a freak. I'm a freak. <laughs> Wild. But the whole Star Wars thing, the, the perception, like, you... Once words or facial expressions leave you yep. and land on somebody else, you have lost all control of how that person is going to take it. Yep. And miscommunication along with, I don't know, like being shitty, like either one, if you could straight be shitty to somebody sure, on purpose or on accident, or there could be a miscommunication where somebody thought you were being shitty when you weren't. All of those things can lead to like possible trauma for somebody. Yeah, absolutely could. So if you're taking, you know, the person that wrote this question, you're taking 10 years of horrible relationship and going into a new relationship, which I believe there was like a year or two gap. Fair enough. Like it wasn't immediate, but there are still times where she's like, you're not mad about that. And I'm like, what do you mean? No. She's like, well, I, w I didn't want to tell you cause I thought you'd get super like pissed off because the ex did. And I'd be like, are you, are you kidding? You forgot to buy mayonnaise. Who cares? Like, How dare you? <laughs> like, we could go get more now. And, and it's gotten to the point where it's happened enough where I'm like, this was like four years ago for you. Sure. And it's also been like 
well, we'll just say three years with me of me not getting mad right. about dumb shit. But you're not used to the last three years. Right. You're still living in those 10 years. Because the damage is lasting. And right. It, it takes so... It take, what was it the way, the way it was put to me was that it takes... Stupid analogy, okay? It takes 10 hugs to fix a one punch. Well, yeah, it takes 100 positive YouTube comments to erase the one. The one shitty negative. one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. You know, honestly, I can remember three of the YouTube comments that have been given to my 150 videos. And they're all negative. And they're all because they were the negative <laughs> right. ones. Yeah, exactly. We're kind of, as a species, programmed that way, though. You're absolutely right. We turn our heads and look at an accident. Ooh. And we're like, whoa, what happened there? Slow down even. Like the only reason anyone watches NASCAR is for the, the accidents. No, right? you watch them, You don't watch a turn left. Yeah, yeah who yeah. wants to watch that? Right. Dale. Dale likes left. Dale likes to watch that. Sorry, Dale. Guy. Sorry, Dale. I'm not, I'm not sorry that I said that. I'm sorry that you like to watch <laughs> sorry NASCAR. Sorry that you like that. Yeah. <laughs> what if he's sensitive to that? Well, well, you've now traumatized him. Right. All right. He's well. going to take that into his next friendship. And now yeah. he, or he just quit watching the show, the one... Show that he, that he like, the enjoyed. <laughs> you just took the only joy out of his life. I this happened enough about funny ass things, <clears throat> shit that I think is funny, fair enough, or ridiculous, to where I've asked like, do you think, like, have I given you the impression that I'm the type of person that's gonna get upset about this this little thing? And she'll be like, no. No, of course not. I wouldn't. And I'd be like, well, then where did this come from? She was like, well, conditioning that. Yeah. So damaging, possibly. Yeah. Like, because you could say, well, she's brought that in to the new relationship, right? Well, and she has. But is it damaging? Is it causing problems? You are currently complaining about it right now. Yeah. But has it caused like, Uh like an issue? No, like, it has it caused a problem. Maybe not. But it's, it's all a matter of perception, in my opinion, because <laughs> it, it lands on you to how you're going to accept and react to that. Right. So it could cause. It could cause. But problems. you could take the, you know, the question was spouse dying or divorce. Sure. You can take that out completely. Like, has any unhealed trauma Right. Entered into friendships or relationships Absolutely. or career paths. Like, why did you become a stripper? Oh, oh you got raped a lot as a I kid? Like, like, no, it's because oh. I like the money. Wow. <laughs> that just happened. Wow. <laughs> We're just going to feed that stereotype about sex work. <laughs> no, not sex work. Specifically. <laughs> stripping. stripping is sex work. Right, but I'm not applying the rape to all oh, okay. sex work. Okay. Just a stripping. Just strippers. <laughs> If we're going to do that, then we got to give all the serial killers passes on there. How'd you get there? <laughs> because what's the stereotype for serial killers? Usually a chemical imbalance in the brain that allows for a lack of uh, not childhood, and... Not childhood trauma? Not always. Usually it's a chemical imbalance of the brain that causes a lack of empathy. If someone were to come up to me, well, if we went up to people on the street and mm-hmm. we took a hundred like family feud shit. Sure. We took a hundred people and we were like... I've never seen someone doing that survey. I still refuse to believe that. <laughs> They think they just make that shit up. They totally do. Or they do it in a much bigger city than Montrose, Colorado. Which is rude. <laughs> we could do a, a Facebook poll or an Instagram poll. Nowadays, yeah. And you could give them two choices, chemical imbalance or childhood trauma. You mm. think chemical imbalance is going to be more than 50? Like it's going to be the winner? I think it would be. 
That wouldn't even cross my mind. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. I don't know. Probably I, because you had it, some childhood trauma. I think. I think. I think <laughs> childhood trauma would hold its own. Yeah, that's what first comes to mind, right? You get a young man who was sexually abused by his uncle multiple times. Pretty soon, he forgets how to feel like a human being. You're not wrong. In the, in and of that, you're not wrong, but. Maybe it's the combination of the two. And the, I was there maybe, maybe the trauma causes the chemical imbalance. It, it's scar and tissue now you're on, both right. on the psyche can cause the chemical imbalance of brain that re- refuses you to have a, a sense of empathy towards fellow man, allowing you to be a psychopath. Because plenty of people are abused as children that don't become serial killers. Sure. But That's plenty of people have chemical one. imbalances Every, that also aren't. Everyone has trauma. Like everyone's got something they can reach back into their past about and say and say something was wrong. So what does it come down to then? Perception. Live and let live, man. You got easy, and that's where you figure out where a relationship works. Is if you can find someone that will help you carry your bucket of trauma and help you carry theirs. I was gonna say personal accountability. Okay. The perception. It's your trauma <laughs> to deal with. To deal with, and it's your life to put out there. To sure. somebody else or sure. not. Because there are plenty of people that, you know, Joey quotes, right? Like, right, right, right. deal with. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Their personal trauma by just shutting themselves in. Absolutely. And never putting themselves out there again. You're not wrong. And maybe that's not the healthiest. But in some cases, we could get really down the rabbit hole. But yeah. maybe that is the best thing for, for some certain people to for do. Some. Just shut out right they find their safety nests there and stick to it but you have to gauge how careful or how you feel about shit before you just like sprint out there and like i've gone on you know like first dates after a relationship sure or i could have been totally attracted to the date Mm -hmm. but i get there and i'm like yeah and i'm all like quiet Sure. And like I, like I'll have my hood up and my hands in my pockets, and it's an excellent like, stage. Sean. Good hello, job. like hi. <laughs> and they're you like, you may what not the have been the ready. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> right, right. And it's like, no, that's not me. But like, I'm feeling uncomfortable at the date because I know right. I'm feeling weird, and I'm feeling weird because I'm still stuck on. So why did you agree to the date? You shouldn't have gone on the date then. Because. Because you were lonely. Because one of the things that can help you move past that is baby steps towards your new life. That's true. That's true. So sometimes you have to put yourself in a situation. I was really expecting him to go into the old idiom of the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. Ah, yeah. Well, I would would completely separate those two, especially in like 2020 or whatever. Sure, sure. If you just want casual sex... There's so many options there's, to, to have apps that for that, dude. Yeah. That are completely separate. You don't even need the guys of, well, you, you want right. to go on a date. You hey, do you want to hook up this Thursday? Right. Yeah, you can totally just do that. And I mean, that, depending on the person, that could be helpful or hurtful. Absolutely. But you have to know yourself well enough to know, like, am I using this to bury feelings? See, and, that, and that's why I, I asked my friend about tonight and said, what is your intent here? I'm not judging you. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. What are you trying to accomplish? Are you just trying to, you know, 
find some serotonin dopamine for the night and have some fun good for you like great are you trying to develop a relationship with this person are you what's the goal right let me get this question in here absolutely because we kind of got to it did we kind of hit there naturally so this is from billy oh shit i know her does losing a loved one who may have been toxic in life change your opinion or feelings about them do you think understanding the reason someone was toxic make it easier to forgive their abusive behavior? Interesting. Hmm. Okay, well, first half of the question. Does losing a loved one who may have been toxic change your opinion of them? For me, no. The fact that they were shitty... And then they died, or they were shitty, and they moved away, or they're sure. not a part of my life. You've lost them one way or another. Doesn't make me look back on them with some sort of fond. Oh, that's okay. Memory. No, same. My my dad was a shitty dad and a shitty person, and when he died, it was like, all right, like if any feeling was there, it was, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Right. I don't have to worry about him showing Almost up like and a sense of asking for money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Had he died when I was 15, I would have been like sad. Of course. Upset about it. But getting more time with him reinforced like how shitty he was. Damn. To the point where by the time he died, like I we were already like not talking to each other. Was it? For a, maybe like a year or so. Bummer. Because he he was in his mid forties mm-hmm. and he was still doing like shitty things for a person to do. Yeah. That's us in a couple of but, years. Yeah, I know. Fuck. But even shittier when you're like, well, that's my, that's my dad. My dad. Yeah. So, you know, I think that you hit a point where even if it is family, too bad. It's like, yeah, like, nah, I'm just, we're, we're done. And I've had friends, not a lot of, most of my friendships have ended just because, Life. Some shit happened or moving or growing yeah. apart. But I can't think of friends that... I mean, maybe Lawrence. Lawrence probably is somebody that was like, God, like, fuck this dude. It's like, gone I, too I'm far sideways. with this dude. I've got to walk away. Yeah. You know Lawrence? Yeah. You know Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I got a cramp. Oh, damn. Oh, so you want to rub it? It's on the back of my hamstring. Can you help me out? Get you, those big, really, strong hands. You yeah. really need someone to rub get, your, get in there with really? your thumbs. And... Are you for real right now? Yeah. If you were dying, <coughs> I'd give you mouth to mouth. I hope you understand that. You wouldn't? I would. Oh. But I'm not going to rub your leg. I'm, I'm probably too liberal to rub your leg. What if it's a blood clot? You got to rub it out. You might You got to get that clogged artery free. <laughs> But then it might hit to your, towards your brain. You almost don't want it free because that's how it gets in the heart of brain. Yeah. Aneurysm, man. So that you would be my murderer. Yeah. Cause and of, then Mike because of your childhood to, trauma. Then Mike and I would have to eat you because you wanted to taste human once. And but not his face. Not his face. <laughs> You're going to eat me because I want to taste human? Yeah. It's, it's like an homage. Like <laughs> Stand up, dude. <laughs> It'll help. If we make. God damn, this packed with me. If I'm whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 what? I'm not swearing at blood oaths right now. Cut your palm. Okay. 
So much for social distancing. (laughs) If I'm dying, okay, and you're around, all right, mm -hmm. cut a piece of me out. Oh my! And feed it to you. Feed it to me. Interesting. Like raw, or do you want me to cook it up real quick? If I'm like bleeding out and I've only got limited time, just just feed it. Yeah. But if it's like like some Sean sushi, Sean's got twelve hours to live. He's only got six hours left. Then like cook some, like a little steak. Yeah. Yeah. Like some prime rib. You could have fixed that cramp <laughs> right there. Would you do that? You'll do that for no, me. No, I'm not going to do What the f- I'm not going to cut I'll a piece of you Mike, off. Mike's doing it. That's you. good. That's good. You might be getting some tube steak, but. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> Don't you think that'd be funny? I think that'd be funny. <laughs> There's a couple different ways to take this joke. <laughs> It's killing me. Should we take a quick, quick three-minute break to work out our technical difficulties? Did y'all have a a specific response to the first half? Because the second half is a more. I personally don't think it changed any. Can change anything for me. Yeah, if you're, if you're I could see where some people it could. Because the one this doesn't work into that for you at all. Uh... Forgiving. <laughs> Read, read, the, read the question. The first yeah, part of the there question was a lot again. to it. So go ahead and give it to us again. First, there's two questions. Yeah. First one, does losing a loved one who may have been toxic change your opinion slash feeling of them? Sure. I think you keep getting, you, first off, you, you, you said forgiveness doesn't work into that for you. Me? Yeah, I'm attacking you. <laughs> because, because sometimes you forgive someone, well, every time you forgive someone should be for you you're not giving them a pass you're giving yourself permission to get over it right right well i asked you earlier if you forgave the person would that help you move on and you were like no i didn't say no what'd you say <laughs> i feel like you said no. there was there was a lot in, in there's a lot more than no. in what we were talking talk about in there you, forgiving the person is no i'm not rubbing your thigh <laughs> It's the underside. <laughs> it's dehydrated. Forgiveness is more about you than the person you're forgiving. Right. You don't even have to vocalize it to them. Right. You can just have it in your heart. So why wouldn't that help you through your trauma? No, no, that would. I but don't. Just I, losing them, I don't think would. But the other question was in regards to moving on to somebody else. So there's a lot more at play there. If you were an abused wife. Okay, you're an abused wife. Mm-hmm. And you've got you've exited the relationship. Okay. And now you've moved on to a new relationship. Okay. What I asked was would forgiving that initial abuser oh. help you to move on? Well, in theory, yeah. yeah. Okay, but that's not you said no. Are you sure about that? No. <laughs> but I will be when he okay. listens Monday morning. All right. Yeah. It's hard to say there. I personally don't think so, no. I don't think it changes anything for me. The second part, more interesting. What you got? Do you think understanding the reasons why they were toxic helps you? Yeah, absolutely. Sort of I, it absolutely does for me. 
Because I have like I have some people in my past that did some some strange and fucked up shit to me, and in the moment I may have got you know knee jerk reacted and just lashed out as like holy crap you suck, but now in looking back with a clear and rational mind, understanding where they were coming from and like the damage that they were dealing with throughout their entire life that may have led up to how they treated me, like it didn't make it hurt me less, but it does. Maybe not make it so raw, you know what I mean? Like, like it still sucks, but I can kind of see how and why they were there. And more than anything, at least for me, I hope they can find some solace that can heal that, so they don't have to continue living in that horror and pain that hurt me and hurt bringing it on to other people. I think wouldn't it depend on what. You know, because the question is, would understanding it make it easier? Yeah. The exact question. Do you think understanding the reason someone was toxic make it easier to forgive their abusive behavior? I think it would depend on what made them be toxic. Would right. it depend on How what the explanation their, was? Would it depend on what their toxic traits were? It could. It could. Because it could be mildly toxic or highly. Right. Yeah. But, mildly. like, like, if... If your trauma was your mom and dad didn't buy you a pony, and you're a complete dick to everybody Is around you. Is that on the you, table? I didn't get a pony. <laughs> you're you know, a complete douche to everybody around you because of that. Right. No. In fact, I'm probably going to be, it's probably going to be harder for me to get over that. Because you used a stupid excuse to be a jerk to everybody around you. You know, I don't care how much you think you deserved a pony. Exactly. You know, now, did, you know, Uncle, now if they had did like Uncle a, Joe touch you in inappropriate ways? Or even just other, like, they, they grew up underprivileged in a severe way or dealing with the parents with, with you know, all sorts of alcohol or other kinds of abuse problems. Some sort of abuse problems. Yeah. That, I mean. It can change some It's not going to excuse it. No, absolutely. But not. helping, if I can understand it better, then I'm like, okay, well, I get it. Still not okay. I'm not cool, but I kind of get it. Yeah. And I hope you can find... And I always do end up landing on the end of it where I hope they can find some peace in themselves for it. What personality trait, like intensity, do you have to be at for your... Everyone has negative personality traits. Because I don't. (laughs) Where do you have to get with it to where you could... Like file it as toxic. Like when it's hurting other people, and you don't care. So any any shit that you do that somebody else is hurt by is a toxic personality and, trait, uh, and and you don't care. I think. And the person doing it doesn't, doesn't care. Right. That's toxic for me. You could have a relationship with someone that you could consider toxic and still be friends with them on a regular basis depending on the specific toxic trait i do have some friends that exhibit some toxic traits and i yeah i they call me stupid but i i do maintain friendships with them i think that that's a relatively common everybody's got some toxic their bad trait. shit yeah so the question is what understanding where it come from help you to forgive them it for can. it. I think it can. 
if we've reached a point where your behavior is so toxic that you're being removed from my life, mm -hmm. I'm not forgiving you for it. No, we're done at that point. And I don't need to forgive you. Mm -hmm. And and I won't. I will just move like, on and let it go out of my mind. Yeah. Right. But this is a point that David and I are going to get stuck on. So we're going to have to just move past it. <laughs> but I can... I got plenty of friends with toxic traits. Sure. But they don't bother me enough. Like, I would never come to you and be like, oh, that, he, he's so toxic. No. Like that phrase is, you know, really come into its own in the last yeah. like five years or so yeah. like the the toxic well it's become more and more acceptable and 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 more social socially like aware of people putting up boundaries and actually holding to them and i think that's an excellent thing because like just because someone's your friend or just because someone's related to you doesn't give them right to be shitty to you and for the longest time, you're always oh, it doesn't matter for their family. You have to, you have to, put, you have to make family work. Bullshit. I agree with you. But everybody's, everybody's random toxic traits mm -hmm. will bother other people in different ways. Oh, absolutely. So there could be somebody that's shitty to David and shitty to Mike. Mm -hmm. David doesn't really care. Sure. No big deal. But Mike, it, gets it to bothers me. a lot. Yeah. I was, I was going somewhere. I believe it. You were on a track. <laughs> I had an itch and then it just it fell out. Yeah. I'm not itching your shoulder for you. <laughs> Scratching. He's very shoulder. hesitant to do anything involved touching you. No, it's kind of weird. Do you shower? Yeah. See? It's he's not so, bad, he's got, he's got my knee. It's okay. Grab his thigh. It's okay. Grab his thigh. You'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be empowering for you. Don't tickle it, though. No. Especially not the right one. Tickle my leg. <laughs> if we're talking mild toxicity. Fair enough. And I understand why they are that way. Because of some shit that happened to them or whatever the reason may be. And it mm -hmm. makes sense to me. And I understand, oh, that person's a little paranoid or a little on edge. I don't know. Is that even, that's not toxic, is it? No. Give me some. I don't even know anymore. Right, because masculinity can be toxic. Typically it is. All uh, of it. Hyper-masculinity is toxic, yes. Okay, hi well, you put the hyper in front of it, and that changes it, doesn't it? Yeah, that's toxic as fuck. Oh, you don't show no showing emotions. You, you got to be a man. Suck it up. No, fuck that. Dude, that is toxic as shit. Sometimes you do got to suck shit up. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. Feel your feelings. No, you don't. Sometimes you do have to get over things. You're a little bitch if you can't feel your feelings. Dude, that's bullshit. I think you can feel well, your feelings and process them without... without crying about everything under the sun i think there's nothing wrong with, with there's a middle ground about it. there's middle ground in there somewhere every single day i i do not want to go to work but i suck it up and go right that's not that's what you mean i don't mean like you know that's different but i think the, you know, the alabama issue... lost the championship game i wasn't going to cry about it 
You're allowed to. Why? If it, if it affects you that deeply, I feel for you. I think that there's a lot of confusion behind the phrases that are getting put out there because You're not wrong. Toxic masculinity. And then I ask you what it means and you say all I this this whole thing like about suck it up. I jumped into a stupid caricature and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying it's on you. When you're saying suck it up, you mean something completely different right. from what I would mean no, when absolutely. I say you're absolutely right. suck it up. So like your dad just died. Don't cry about it. Suck, suck it, it up. up. <laughs> like I would agree with you. That's bullshit. That's yeah. some shitty shit. You should be able to feel your feelings. You're allowed to feel and, and express them. And yeah. process them and express them and work through them. You right. know what? You though? don't have to become like, but, but, on the flip side of that, are some guys who weep about everything. I don't mean like physically. Don't crying. generalize. Be specific. Like what? Yeah, like call out a specific person? No, no, no. Like like say a, say a thing that bothers you, because there's a that bothers proven, me. Sure, sure. Because there is a proven <laughs> that bothers me. Existence and culture of not allowing men to express and feel their feelings. And it's what leads to men killing themselves so much more than part of what leads to men killing themselves. I'm not saying, I didn't say only, but but it's a significant. There, I mean, even men and women both, there shouldn't be, there's got to be a balance between sensitivity and I can handle this. Because if our, we're all going to break down over my dad insulting my favorite YouTuber, then there's something wrong there. That's probably an overreaction to what could be should be like. What, <clears throat> what was the phrase that you just? Fuck. I. God damn! What did you just say? <laughs> say it again. I, I don't know. I, Say it again. <laughs> a if middle ground? A middle, if you're going to freak out over a YouTuber? Right before that. About uh, what? About the middle ground? Like being way too sensitive. Okay. But you said a specific phrase. I did? Yeah. yeah. What, was it a good one? I don't... Yes. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to get Damn you. Damn it. <laughs> because the heart of what you said that I can't remember uh. meant the exact... Or was in line with Mike's suck it up to where you're saying don't cry about a YouTuber is you saying suck it up. Right. And then Mike saying don't tell kids to suck it up is not what you were talking about. Right. So there's there... an immediate like miscommunication between what you guys are thinking about when right. you both hear toxic masculinity. So David sees some shit on Facebook about some women complaining about toxic masculinity. Sure. And he's thinking his version of it. Like my, I don't know. My son is crying about a YouTube creator well, no, that no, I don't. That's, like. that's sensitivity. To me, to me, toxic masculinity are are dudes who still uh, objectify women. Sure. Um. You know, dudes who are obnoxiously masculine. Uh, to overly me, aggressive. Quote, unquote, alpha. To me, 
I think it's okay for a man to still be a man. And if you sit next to me on the bus, I do man's bread. I've got some big thighs. I'm I'm not trying to take up space because I got big balls or whatever. I do it because I'm fat. I just have big legs, okay? But, <laughs> but you realize that you both just said that you do ag- agree that there is an area that is toxic masculinity. Absolutely. Like, that it does exist. Right. We just set our goalposts for where those are in different different levels. But I'm sure that there is an overlap. Oh, I'm of sure. What you I'm agree sure. is and what you agree. There's definitely isn't. a douchebag out there that we we would both knock the shit out of. Yeah. But when sure. David sees the Facebook post, or maybe you don't, but people are like, "That doesn't exist. That's bullshit." See, and I I would all, but I would also look at what Dave's explanation there of a kid crying over their dad making fun of their favorite YouTuber as. Them not, they're not crying because dad said the mean thing about the YouTuber. They're crying because dad said that the thing they like is dumb and intense because they're so attached to the thing that they like. They feel like dad said they're dumb but, and that was unnecessary. And all that did was, was teach this, chi- this child to not open up to dad and that dad's not someplace safe to, t- to take my feelings and emotions to because what I like is dumb. Henceforth, I'm dumb. But that. I agree with you. Sure. I, I don't want that to be misunderstood. No, 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 no. You're fine. But. Safe place. <laughs> I don't need that. Just but to it's be given clear. to you anyway. Take, too, it, take it back. Too bad. <laughs> take take it, it back. You're in a safe space, motherfucker. <laughs> Deal with it. There's some toxic masculinity. I don't there. want to phrase this in a way that's going to make you pick on it. Fair enough. Because I can hear me saying what oh, I damn. want to say. And I can hear you being like, wait a second. Well, let me go into this with, with the open mind of not wanting to be a douchebag and accepting what you want to hear, what you if, want to say. If that scenario is triggering those thoughts in the kid's mind. Sure. To this thing that this dude that you like is dumb. Sure. And he probably is. Maybe that isn't the right way for a dad to say some shit to his kid. Exactly. You could be like, I don't really like this. You know what? That's not really my thing. I don't know because I could see scenarios where I would want to be like, I don't really like that you like this either. I can feel <laughs> No, I can feel No. Do you have any idea how much but maybe... run chunk of chunk of big red car that my kids watched as a kid and that I had to, that I, that, no, they didn't watch it. They subjected me to it. But that's Maybe part of being a parent. If you are saying that's dumb, I can mm-hmm. see how the kid is taking that's dumb. I'm dumb. Right. Because I like it. The thing you like is dumb. Henceforth, you're dumb. But that's some shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> that w- women in their early 20s will do over and over and over. In what way? To where you say, oh, I don't really like Uggs. And they're like, I own a pair of Uggs. Does that mean that you don't like me? And then... 20's nothing. I have a 35-year-old female friend that I just made... I got in trouble for for making fun of Crocs. Well, you hope... The hope is that as you age and as you grow and as you You learn... out of that stuff. Those things start to go away. I think that's worse for some. If I see that in my 6-year-old, 7-year-old son, I want him to get out of that stage as quick as possible. Why? (laughs) Because that is a learning process. You don't 
you just made fun of your friend about the Crocs, but then well, yeah, defended but in all fairness, the, 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 the Crocs, the, the, the sun, right? No, you know, you're because it's right. the same thought pattern, regardless of your age. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be relating me not liking something to me not liking you. But I don't want my children to grow to my age and think that they have to desensitize their soul because you grew up. I agree. I want them to have the same warm, open, loving heart that they have now, 20 years from now, and be able to do what their their thought processes are carrying into the world. Because let's face it, guys. We didn't do great. They're going to change the fucking world. You keep saying that, but I, kids are killing kids more often than they were in our, when we were younger. Because there's more of them, and because we treated them like shit. Because they're not as they're not as world changing as we think they're going to be. Is the problem? What grounds do you have for that? Hold on. Well, the phone call to a high school <laughs> that we still don't have any proof was actually anything. Well, I don't have. It's gone. We killed it. I watched it die <laughs> out of the corner of my eye. Dave. It was like a 10 second count. We had it. We had it. And it just it fizzled away like a dying candle. <laughs> so hold on. Keep that. Because this is going to go into a whole other thing and then we'll probably be done. Fair enough. Your kid reacting that way. Your girlfriend reacting that way. Your 35 year old friend reacting mm-hmm. that way. Is a sign that there's mental growth that needs to happen. Why? Because you don't want to be 35 crying about Crocs. No, she thinking wasn't crying. That someone... she was, what she did, honestly, was react and ask why I was so offended by the idea of someone wearing comfortable shoes. Okay. In, uh, a, in another example, in a parallel universe. I get you. Crying someone hears Crocs. that and thinks, oh, you don't like me because, because I, wear, I Crocs. wear Crocs. Yeah, yeah. I don't want that 35-year-old man to be my son or anyone's son right like we need to just progress you not beat it out of you or not subject you to shitty treatment being shitty to each other but that isn't it's i'm it's, not saying we let's be more shitty to the kid i'm were saying you necessarily being crappy to your friend by making fun of crocs was that your intent it wasn't it was it was me being it, you know and honestly i don't give a fuck about crocs i was just making a joke right you know? and, and there but, we, we go back to the whole intent thing again. Right. Like someone could call your joke about Crocs absolutely. toxic masculinity oh, no, because you're trying right. to well, do I'm, that thing again. If if we hate if if toxic masculinity hates Crocs, I'm all about it. Well, you're, you're kind of into it then, yeah. <laughs> he's using his maleness, yeah, to tap into like I know the male patriarchy that you're right. what the man says. <laughs> what did you? Well. All right, what happened at the school? Well, a random, an anonymous citizen called in. Hold on, claiming, let's, I want to do a, I want to do a. <laughs> what is happening right wanna, now? <laughs> the later in the day that it gets, my ability to think of the correct word. Just kind of fizzles <laughs> to nothing. Slower and lower. You're 41, this is This is a project. <laughs> he doesn't have the COVID brain fog. Oh. People listening to this aren't going to know what we're talking about. Because of where we live. Right, right. So I want Mike to tell his story of what happened. All right. And then I want David to tell his story of what happened. Okay. And then I just want to compare the two stories of what happened. Sure. And see if they're close or wildly different. So when Mike starts talking, you don't correct or jump in. 
And when Dave you was talking. You don't want to start, talk, start talking at the same time. Oh, we could just say it over each just, other. Yeah, just talk over each other. Ooh. It'll be like the presidential debates. <laughs> no, yeah, when, fair enough. And I'll keep my mouth shut too. Yeah. Presidential debates? Yeah, they just screamed over each other for an hour and a half. <laughs> it was horrible. Is, is that recent? Uh, two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like we're not back to that already, are we? God, no. Two more years. We'll do it again. Yeehaw. So, uh, a, uh, an, uh, according to the news, an anonymous person called in claiming to be a parent of a student at Montrose High School, the town we're from, claiming that there was a weapon missing from their house and they believed that their child may have taken it to school. Allegedly. Allegedly. The school was immediately thrown under lockdown. All of the local police and uh, law enforcement officials were brought in to conduct a student-by-student student investigation in search of the entire school and go through lockers and look through trash cans and do a perimeter sweep and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Four and a half hours later, everyone was released and nothing was found. David. Are you done? Sorry. Okay. So all that happened. Okay, you're in complete agreement up yes. to the end of his... Okay. Yes, but because I've got... A slew of teachers that come into the shop. Sure. Slew. When they asked this woman for her name, because she gave the name of the student. What woman? Mom called. The anonymous caller. Okay. The anonymous caller was a mother. Supposed to be. I'm interrupting you already. Mother. Right. It was, well, she said, my son took, it appears my, my son took the gun out of our house. And I'm afraid he might have it at school. Okay. okay. But I guess whoever took the call, when they asked for the woman's name, they the person just hung up. So now the investigation is looking at who made the actual mm. phone call. So it wasn't like, hey, I'm Miss Jones. My son, Stephen Jones, is at school. And I think he... It was How just... fucked would it have been if he'd have just guessed the name? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll wait and see, right? Right, right. So it was a... According to one of the teachers... It was a bomb threat. It, it was threat, a gun threat, but yeah, and we and and no one understands the where or why because they didn't get the day off because they were all stuck no. there getting their bags <laughs> gone through. Yeah, but the one teacher we cut today was like, like the person dropped this kid's name and he didn't give that to us. So there was an actual kid named. That's according to this teacher, there was a kid named. Mm -hmm. Well, then wouldn't they know who the mom is? You would think so. That would but, give it away right away. But when it? so and so, when so, when whoever answered the phone was like, "And what's your name, ma'am?" Like Click. the person hung up. So the mom named names. So either someone's trying to get a day off of school, or someone's trying to get somebody else in trouble, or someone actually had a gun at school. Maybe uh, and they left before the lockdown. Or a parent came home and saw that a gun was missing that they hadn't noticed, and it's at the pawn shop. I was thinking that to myself, actually. <laughs> the pawn shop, right. Down at the pawn shop. Dude, if you're old enough or have a friend that's old enough to sell something to a pawn shop and you want a quick, easy couple hundred bucks, sure. a gun is the easiest thing to Excuse take and sell. I've never pawned a gun. Have you? Yeah. Because in my head, I don't know this, but in my head, it'd be harder to pawn a gun than like an Xbox. I mean, you fill out... A decent amount of paperwork for anything that you sell to a pawn shop right, in I've case it does come up 
stolen. Stolen. Sure. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there isn't paperwork that you own, at least in Colorado, sure. for every gun that you own. Right. So you're not taking like your gun title. Well, that's a good point. To the like, pawn shop. The only the one time I've purchased a firearm in this state, like I did fill out a bunch of papers, but it's not like I took that. No, you don't get anything. There's nothing that really yeah, ties yeah. it. Maybe it's in like a database somewhere. Somewhere, right? But you, right? You don't. Well, it have to be because get, when they run ballistics, they're like this gun belongs registered to so and so. Well, registered is something that happens in like New York, yeah. where you do get assigned like a gun to you right but like here it's just a background we don't necessarily register like if i were to sell my gun to david we wouldn't need to fill out any sort of paperwork whatsoever private party yeah. private party sale you just sell because you're not a gun dealer so if david were to go sell it somewhere they wouldn't access the database to see if he's the owner if you sold it to me we'd still have to get someone with that happy little license involved no yeah you're supposed to, but no well, one not does. in South Carolina. You don't. So maybe it's different. Yes, you're, Colorado, you're, you're supposed, supposed to, to. Yeah, right. But no one. Well, does. okay. You're supposed to fill out a bill of sale when you sell a car. Right. No one does. You just sign the just title. Sign the back over. of the title and walk away. You're supposed right. to. Doesn't mean that people do it. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I I sold a couple guns and bought a gun in South Carolina, and if it's not at a gun show or from a gun dealer. That's what I was always it's, told. It's here's just two. like here's two hundred bucks. Here's here's your gun. You have a gun. Like that's from, why you buy you guns you. at the gun show instead of going to a gun shop because it's easier and faster. And people selling a gun at a gun show have to have the what, same. F- if they're FFL, if they're a vendor at the gun show, but yeah. you, I can take my gun to the gun show and put a thing around my neck like two hundred bucks. But you still need someone with the FFL to help you sell it here Legally in Colorado. Legally sell it to each other. Yeah. Maybe here. Yes. But right. not but not in South Carolina. But, for, for sure. And unless... now I'm thinking about it. Oh. Both guns I purchased from Area Best. I mean, they they have the numbers. See, and that's where I bought mine. Yeah. Area Best. Right. But if they change hands, all right. that shit goes out the window. Right. Who knows where my pistol is now? Honestly, like I I gave it to a bud. And we should. I, I haven't seen I just him in ten years. Man, I just don't think about not doing things by the rules. I guess I just. You're kind of a good kid, I guess. I, I, the only reason I'm we're talking like... about this is because it crossed my mind that, like, how often do you, do you, I go into my house and go into my closet and be like, there's my gun? You have one firearm right now. I have three. You know where they are? Do I know where? Or do you know where you think they are? I know where I keep them. Sure. But sure. the amount of times that I access them. To check, yeah. Like They could be gone right now. My gun, is, my pistol is out of the case just on the shelf shit so anytime that i get dressed like it's it's right you there. see it so yeah. i do see that but it's also one of those things i see it so often like you do i really are you know sure? that it's there right are you sure so you saw if, it if i were to go home right now and it's gone and it was gone you should call it maybe it was gone earlier today maybe it was gone two weeks ago right so like if i had a kid that went to Montrose high and my pistol's missing yeah, maybe I call the school and be like, but why would I be like, hey, my gun's missing. I think my child brought it to school. If the phone call was legit, right? power to that mom. Absolutely. Because, what was it Michigan? Oh, no, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Right. Please don't. Yeah. They just texted. The text. No, they texted. Yeah, they yeah. texted. Please don't. Please don't do it. <laughs> Jesus. Good job. 
<laughs> I agree with you, but it, the first thing that crossed my mind was maybe someone stole your gun because I don't, the warning I agree with like better safe than sorry. Let me call the school. Yeah. But also like, do you look at it every day? Right. Why, well, why do you think you have, your son yes, took it? What if you have 30 guns? Right, and all 30 are missing. Do you, you look every day and, and they all go to Montreal. Like, oh, B7's missing. I know where mine are. I don't know where mine is. What do you think? So maybe we'll find out more about this down the road. I kind of hope we do. Probably Honestly. will. What do you think happened? I think it was another kid, uh, basically, for... Thinking they'd get everyone it, day it, of school. It's, it's unfortunate to call it a prank, because that was pretty extreme. No shit. But... You think it was a prank? Like this is funny? Like fraudulent? Well, not, not like I want to fuck up this kid's not life. Not funny, but definitely something. It was fraudulent. Yeah, it, it was, was fraud. I don't think it was real. Because unless, if it in my mind, if it was real, the only way that it went down the way it did is that the kid got cold feet and left campus before the police got there. Wouldn't? Because they spent four hours with Montrose PD, Olathe, Sheriff, Sheriff State, Patrol. State Patrol, and SWAT Delta SWAT scouring that fucking school. They would have found it if it was there. Bag by bag. Yeah. They did find some other things that kids didn't want they them totally to find. Did. They totally did. <laughs> so what happened, what happened with that? They got in trouble. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they'll deal with it separately, but it yeah, wasn't what they were in trouble. looking for. Did they release a statement of like, no. we found, why not? Because that's not what they're looking because, for. Because uh, actually, two hours in, Gene Lillard actually came up to to Montreal's Daily Press and was like, "We've literally found nothing suspicious thus far." But, but after why, that, I guess something. If, if they went though. and searched the school, why would it not be public information? Here's what we found at the school. I do not. Know. Why would they not release that? Um, I mean, if it's drug paraphernalia, right. like, who cares? Right. I do. I mean. I mean, just you care, but who and cares? I'm sure it's a bit like information. Is, is it weed? It, is it meth? Is it it's, coke? It's not. It's not why they were. Called. I bet if you went and asked for a report, a copy of the report of the investigation, they, they give it. Give it they to have you. to give it to you, I think. But like they didn't just like because the idea of the story that the Daily Press was putting out was about a gun in the school, so they didn't continue yeah, to report it, on it. It wasn't. It wasn't what the story was. Right, but it's related. If I was writing that shit, I'd be like, but they, but did, they find, did find blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like a mace and a war hammer. Well, Tommy and Susie were sleeping we, with each other in the gym. We don't exactly have the best newspaper in town. No, so. we don't. Dude, yeah. I was actually kind of upset at the local newspaper on Wednesday. Like, they're going up to kids that, like, are scared. And parents that are scared that their kid's in there and there's a gun. Like, they don't know what's going on. Right. And be like, so how do you feel? How do you think I feel? <laughs> I've been like, my last nut itches a little. Like, <laughs> what do you think? Like, fuck you. I'm fucking scared. All right. You like, hear about how Russell Crowe treats his paparazzi. That's what's go- about to happen that. to you. <laughs> like, I'm sitting in a parking lot at Starbucks in, in Clifton. Like, uh, should I run back to town? Like, my sister's sitting there waiting for her kid. Right. Maybe get released on time. Maybe horrible something happens. I don't know. Like, yep. it sucks, man. The, and the all they kid, would have had to do is not sell guns to civilians to make the whole thing a non-issue. Then only criminals would have guns. How'd that work out in Japan? Great. See? They named the kid. 
So have they not talked to? They can't track down the that mom kid's of the mom, kid. Like, and that's that's questions. You like, I need more of this story. I don't know what's going on. Right. It's like, who's this kid's mom? How long does that take to find out? Like boom. days. No, you type like his name in at high school. It? You're you're talking about. <laughs> you're talking about Montrose High School. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <coughs> Like, non impressive. Oh, that's right. He didn't. He didn't. He It's a non impressive administration. <laughs> well, it would be the police, wouldn't? It? But, but still, but no even serious... if they track the, the, it doesn't mean that every teacher would hear and then pass it on to their barber as they're getting their haircut. They shouldn't have done that, honestly. Everything that you heard has been at work. You didn't see like a, a write up. No. 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 Well, no, no. I initially heard it because Sam, who's an assistant manager at Boys and Girls Club. Mm. Heard some stuff. Fair. So there was all that. Well, but even during the lockdown, like kids were t- not tweeting. They were Facebook commenting on the live feed of Montrose Daily Press. Like, I heard two gunshots. There's two shooters. The principal even said there's a live shooter. And none of that was real. That could be anybody like logging in and saying exactly, that shit, right? Exactly. Because the world be was also being like, Argentina. I got a, I'm locked in room 302 and I got to pee. Yeah, when when Tim heard that that someone had talked about hearing gunshots, he's like, "I think we'd hear that here." I bet you would, because it's another block and a half to you guys. Yeah, yeah. Like like if it weren't for hills, we could see the high school precisely. <laughs> is this call if it is real? Fraudulent. Well, how do they perception? How do they prove at this point? If it was fraudulent or not. If they didn't find anything, you can't. So is it a, is it like calling 911 or calling a bomb threat on an airplane? Right. Well, like, I suppose that's if you got law, a whole... Right? Let's, let's, let's pretend it wasn't mom. Sure. And the cops get a hold of mom and be like, hey, are you really missing a gun? And mom's like, we don't even own a gun to be missing? Sure. It's fraudulent. Clearly it was someone else. <laughs> but it, would that... If they found out who made the call, would well, they like, be prosecuted not in even... any sort of way? I guess it was they could chase they it down. Yeah. They could, well, it's not going to be hard to chase down either. They're going to get on whoever does their phone service. Call it, we need the phone record for eleven fifteen a.m. That's fair. It's a burner. It's yeah, harder. you can go to City Market, get yourself a little flip phone for you twenty bucks. Give your name, right? What if there's no repercussions and it's it's done from here, right? And there's no more thought put into it. That's kind of the ideal. And the kid's already best got case scenario. his burner. Why doesn't he do it again on That's Tuesday? Well, he would need, need a, new burner, a new burner then. He'd you? have to do it from a different... Well, no. The Why? Same you one. can't trace it. Can't it doesn't And in fact, most police I guess I watched too much of NCIS. Cause right, because NCIS would track that shit down. They could track it. Montrose PD would be like, oh, it's a track phone. What's, and, what's, <laughs> what's stopping it from becoming like a TikTok thing? Like, oh, call your school. Calling a gun say threat. Say there's a gun. Oh, God, don't say that. They'll do it. You're right. Like, what if that's what this was? A TikTok challenge? No, like, just a straight up... Prank. Like, why would you not do it again? Right. That had, you they, got away with they it. They need to chase it down. And, because you would do this if you were the the unsub, right? right. You would be like, well, that was fun. Let's do it again. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do something bigger. I'll just keep doing it. This time, let's call the White House. <laughs> if it was me, I would just keep calling the school. Like every other day, right? Because 
what are they going to do? Get to the point where they're they like, can't, so horrible. they they're can't like, ah. not take it seriously. Like we, can, right. we can't go today again. That'd be so horrible because what, yeah. if, what if eventually a kid did bring a gun to school and they got to the point where they're just kind of like, and you here's know, the scary thought is what, what if, if that's, that's the, the idea? whole plan? Oh my Lord. <laughs> I'm going to do this four times to the point where they're like, whatever, like Sean, the boy called Wolf. it's not blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Click. <laughs> and then someone walks in with a gun. Cause then they're going to call. Actual Someone's people. here with a gun. And they're going to be like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, whatever. We're on the way. We'll be there in an hour. <laughs> Lock it down. We're on the way. <laughs> Wear your masks. You know, in all fairness, I didn't see anyone wearing masks in that damn crowd. You're supposed to wear them at school right now? Yes. Yeah. We're, get, Omicron is killing people more is as fast as Wuhan. Oh, fucking no. You go to City Market, nobody's got a mask on. Because they're stupid. I was just asking if they're supposed to wear them at school. That's all. I don't go into the schools. We had like a there with my gun. We had a day. I think it was last week. The one that you look at every day where we more people died in America. (laughs) That makes it sound weird. More people died in America of COVID than died the year before of the flu. What? Say that again. We had a day last week. I believe it was last week. A day. Where more people died from the from the current version of COVID than died in the previous year of flu. How many people die of the flu though? Usually between three between between three and and three thousand three thousand and thirty four thousand people, depending on the year. Did you say three thousand? Between three and thirty four thousand. That's a big ass. Gap. It's a big. Is it? Because COVID's at eight fifty. Eight fifty. Eight hundred and fifty thousand. What's the gap though? No. I didn't say that's a lot of people. No. I said that's a big, big gap. It's really not. You didn't say. <laughs> it's not a big gap. That's okay. a big, little big gap. Did you say 30 to 34? Here's 3,000. He Here's 30,000. Here's 850,000. It's a little gap. If you were to take the ratio no, of 3 to right. 30. No, you're absolutely right. To eight fifty and whatever that number no is, shit, right? it's still going to be a big gap. Right. It's a big gap. And that eight fifty is over all three years, so. Is this the? Th- yeah, we're in we're in season three, and I need some new shit from the writers because it's getting boring. 